Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to the Church Planner Podcast. Before we started today, wanted to tell you about a really special opportunity. Our friends at the Micro Church Conference put on by Brave Future, um, happening April 18th through the 20th in Kansas City. This is for all of you who are wondering what is a new kind of paradigm for missional church planting and church multiplication through smaller expressions of church, what they call rediscovering the smaller way. It's happening April 18th through the 20th. Kansas City is being hosted by Kansas City Underground. It's going to be a great weekend. And they've given us four free registrations to give away. Normally the price is $90, but we will get you into the conference for free. We have four of those. What you can do to enter is go on our Instagram at Church Planter Podcast. And there you'll find um, a, a DM button. Click that DM button. Send us a DM with your email on it and your name and where you serve. So email, name, where you serve, and you'll be entered to win one of four micro church conference registrations. You just get yourself to Kansas City and uh, you can be there and learn a ton from our friends at Brave Futures. Hope you enjoy the show today. The illustrious Jabba bids you welcome. <laughs> I'm going to regret this. I'm Pete Mitchell. He's Peyton Jones. And this is the Church Planner Podcast, brought to you by Church Planner Magazine. Hey, Church Planner, this is Pete Mitchell. And this is Peyton Jones. And this is the Church Planner Podcast. Uh, but not today. Don't do that. Why not today, Peyton Jones? Because today is the day after you and I went and saw Star Wars. And uh, guys, normally we have smack talk for 20 minutes. <laughs> and then we talk church planning. We're not even going to talk church planning today at all. It's one giant Star Wars smack talk. You should not have come back. I don't even know what to say to that. I, I got to be honest with you. Um, I don't know how I feel about the movie. Oh, interesting. Because I was pleasantly pleased, although I was half asleep. It was 10 o'clock at night. That's about my bedtime. And uh, you went to I the late been, showing. You, you, um, you, yeah, I might have been somewhat somnambulant, to use a big word. You know, here's the thing. I um, Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was a good movie. But they were clearly like laying down the setup for, I don't know, another 20, 30 movies, okay. it seemed like. Okay, yeah. Okay, now, spoken like a true film major. Now, guys, we have to give you a huge spoiler warning before we go any further. If you have not seen the movie, should we even have one? Like, look, if, if it's Monday and you haven't <laughs> seen the movie by now... You're not a real Star Wars fan. You're not you a real church planner. You're not a real church planner. Go and rethink your life. Yes, right? my master. That's like smoking death sticks in episode two. What is thy bidding, my master? <laughs> so, okay, no joke, right? The movie's getting ready to start, and I'm sitting next to Robbie and Nancy Boyd. They got me tickets at the $5 theater. I drive all the way $5? to Palos Verdes. Yeah, dude. Wait, there was a what for five bucks opening yeah, I mean, night? I had to drive to Palos Verdes. <laughs> yeah, even I wouldn't drive there. And I live about an hour closer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I think I pay the extra seven dollars a ticket for that. <laughs> dude, how much money in gas did you spend? You know what? You should have gone. Andrea, Andrea goes, you know, Peyton, for the amount we spent on gas, we could have easily gotten the babysitter in San Diego. Here's the deal, man. I tell you, we went through some of the creepiest, seediest neighborhoods I have ever been through to get there. Like, I was getting scared. And you know, when I start getting scared of a neighborhood, it's probably kind of bad. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you know, I got to share my own story of who I went with. I went with, with my own personal parishioner. Yeah, you're one. My you're, one. You're one parishioner. My one parishioner. Uh, church planner, Reuben Young. Yeah. And his sister, who is not a parishioner of mine. No, she is not. She's she is she's always kind of been the wiser of the two of them. Well, clearly, clearly. 
So here's the thing. We went to the Long Beach Town Center. I roll up to the Long Beach Town Center. In fact, I had a crazy day yesterday, and I was coming, like, directly from Yorba Linda. I had a meeting over there. I'm coming directly to the theater. I was planning on getting there around 6.30. I have tickets to the 7 o'clock showing, right? So I'm like, I don't need to get there early and stand in line. I got tickets. And frankly, no one ever sits in the front. And I like sitting in the front. Like, not the front row, but the front section. Yeah. So there's never a problem with me getting, like, the seats that I want. So I get there at a quarter to six because I I just had to go straight there. And as soon as I get to the Long Beach Town Center, which is kind of like this weird strip mall thing. I mean, it's not like a real mall. And it's packed. I mean, the parking lot is packed. Cars everywhere. And the line is going out to almost where the parking lot is. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what did I do wrong? So I walk up to the line and I go, um what showing is this the line for? Cause like everything is star Wars. Right. Yeah. And the guy's like, Oh, this is the 8 PM showing. What showing are you? And I'm like, uh, seven. They're like, I think they've already let you guys in. I'm like, dude, they let us in like an hour and 15 minutes early. Sure enough. I get up there. Yeah. They'd already let people in. And, uh, Ruben's not there yet. He wasn't planning on getting there till like six fifteen, six twenty. So I text him. I'm like, all right, look, I'm going to wait in the lobby for you. Cause I'm not going to go, you know, inside, try and save three seats. I got his tickets, right? Because here, here's the kind of church planting mentor that I am. <laughs> I buy my parishioners tickets, right? They're wow, out. Dude, no money. You're just fishing now. You're just fishing I, for more church people. I, I invited church planters on this very podcast. I said, <laughs> we will hold a special Star Wars night. Everyone come. And he's the only one who took me up on it. So he gets the free ticket. I would have rented out the entire theater. I would have done that for you, church planner. You blew it. Okay, maybe I wouldn't have. So, but here's the thing, right? So I'm I'm waiting. He gets there. We get inside. And we're waiting because it's. Well, 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 oh, hold on, though. People got to know how crazy it was. Like I got, I was at one end of a mall in Palos Verdes going into the theater. The line started. Not at the opposite end of the movie building. It ran the entire length of the mall. Right. Yep. Like they had you like it was like 20 minutes till the movie started and they hadn't let everyone in yet. And it was literally like all 10 theaters were showing the movie at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Did they like do anything people, earlier people, than 10 or was 10 the earliest? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, they had a seven o'clock show, too. So people, you know, listener, you may not realize what we're talking about here. If you didn't um, go. Yeah. It, it, if you it, didn't it go. It was kind of a big deal. Let's face it. You've probably already tuned us out because you're like, oh, no, they're talking about Star Wars again. <laughs> and and we're not joking. We really are just going to talk about Star Wars the entire time. <laughs> and we don't even feel bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so here was the here was the kind of cool thing and yet i felt kind of bad about it at the same time <clears throat> so reuben and melissa they're like hey you know let's get some popcorn and soda and so they decide to get some some popcorn and soda and um so melissa <laughs> goes to get it and i'm like yeah that's the way to do it reuben send your <laughs> sister to go get the food right <laughs> So she comes back, you know, the big old tub of of popcorn and soda that they were going to share. I didn't want any soda because soda and popcorn, that combo is just going to give me heartburn all night. I'm like, uh, no, thanks. So um, we're so early. We're pretty much done with the popcorn before the movie starts. And so then, you know, I, I there was like a little bit left in my my popcorn bucket. So I was just handing it to him, you know, like. You know, did you pigs eat like the big bucket? Oh, I mean, yeah. did you really go through that before the show? Yeah. Oh, you pigs. Yeah. So I like gave him the bucket. I was like, hey, hey guys, here's some more. I mean, you paid for this, right? Yeah, you, know, you here, need to some. have a sermon series for your parishioner on self-control. I I'm think, just saying. I think they took that as oh, Pete wants more popcorn. And I guess you get like free refills on the large. <laughs> and so the next thing I know, Melissa's getting up to go get more popcorn. I'm thinking, dude. We've just sat through what had to have been a dozen movie trailers. This movie has to be starting any second now. 
And like, as soon as she gets up and walks out, boom, the movie starts. I'm like, dude, she's missing the whole you oh. know, roll up credits. Were I, people taking pictures of the of the scrolling uh, uh, text? No, because um, we didn't go to the ghetto. I mean, it is Long Beach, but we weren't in yeah. the ghetto like you. Apparently. Yeah, so we we had people kept taking pictures, and the crowd was booing them because they're like, "Turn off the flash, dude!" It was hilarious. Why would people do that? I, I guess they want to show like I'm sitting in the movie theater watching Star Wars. That's just awful. That's just it was bad pretty news. bad. Yeah. I, so I actually felt bad for Melissa, but then she did come back with another full bucket of popcorn. So I ate some more. <laughs> <laughs> and right before that one climactic scene, I, I, we, I noticed we were out of popcorn. So I just shook the bucket a bit in front of <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I know it's reaching apart, but be so much better with popcorn. <laughs> Oh, dude. So I don't know how I feel about the movie. I, it was a great, it was a good movie. Certainly not enough lightsaber swordplay. I'm sure mm. you'd agree with that. Okay. 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 But before, before we get to the spoilers, cause guys, we are going to spoil this movie for you. If you've not seen it, we're not, we're not holding back. You've been warned, right? Kylo Ren gives birth to himself. Oh my gosh. How did that happen? Chewie dies of fleas. How is that possible? <laughs> Uh, I told Pete because he saw it at seven and I was seeing it at 10. I was like, you can only text me. This is the Pat Jerry and I made. You can only text me emojis if you come out. No words. So Pete, um, and I guess people from the earlier shows were coming out of the theater yelling in the oh, ghetto. And telling everyone, you know, so-and-so dies. <laughs> like, so when, when the, I wanted to do out, that so bad. It, uh, Rude and I were joking about that on the way out. Everybody like was plugging their ears going, la, 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 in the line. I kid you not. They Dude, opened you the were in the ghetto. Were, you were truly in the ghetto. I swear to you. I didn't know it, there were any ghettos in Palos Verdes. In fact, I thought it was pretty much the richest city on earth, but. Apparently not. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, definitely not where I was. And, uh, you know, the, so, so anyways, just telling you, like we got, we didn't have to wait in the line because our people had been there since like seven o'clock at night. Oh my gosh. The place in the very front of the line. So I'm like at the other end of the mall going, well, I just got in line. That was a mistake. And they're like, Hey, no, no, come down. We're standing right by the entrance. So I just strolled like Moses parting the Red Sea. It was great. And I got in. <laughs> Dude, I got to say, when we get into the movie review, Chewbacca was the best in this. You thought? So good. Oh, so good in this. Did but, the Millennium uh, Falcon look small to you? That first scene? Remember, everything looks big to me. Look at my size. Yeah, but did it look smaller than like how it looked in the other movies? Mm, no, I didn't notice that. Okay. It it did to me, and I didn't know if it was the angle that they shot it at or what, but I was like, wow, it looks a lot smaller than I remember. I do have to say that Chewbacca, when he was sitting in the cockpit, did look bigger in the cockpit in that one shot. Well, he's put on weight. Oh, oh yeah. Well, And he probably grew taller. Who knows what a Wookiee from Kashyyyk actually, you know, what the... Chewbacca and Han Solo had definitely put on some pounds. <laughs> and Carrie Fisher did not I, age well. I do not no. want to see her in a golden bikini. That's all I'm saying. I thought she was doing ventriloquism at, at certain parts when she's delivering her lines. Dude, was how awesome. much Botox did she stick in that I'm face so before kid. she I, started the movie? Was I was waiting for her to, like, drink a, a, a glass of water while she was giving her lines. That's mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm melting. I'm melting. <laughs> so here's the deal, right? I shouldn't make fun of Carrie. Um, here, here's the deal. Uh, so right before the theater, you know, we're we're in the theater. It, it, we only had in the five dollar theater. You only get two trailers, man. Rich people get more trailers. I, I've now figured that out. There were two trailers, and then the movie started. All of a sudden, the Lucasfilm. Logo oh, we had out. we had at least a dozen. I'm not, I, I was, it was the longest think like, okay, trailer. You people are so poor. You don't go to movies very often. So we'll throw two at you. Maybe, you know, we doubt you go to them. That was kind of the feeling. Oh, and the, and Oh, I, I got to tell you this. When the first trailer started, it started without any volume. <laughs> well, you're in a quality. <laughs> someone theater. turned the volume on. Were you watching 2d or 3d? Stopped. 2d or 3d? Uh, 2d. Oh, see, you kind of, 
You got to go to 3D movies. I'm going to go back and see it in 3D, and then it'll be like a whole new experience. There's a, there's a strategy to this. Like the all of them. I tell them. So, so I'm sitting in there, and so then the trailer, they shut the whole thing down, and everyone starts booing. Then they started again with no sound. And, and I look at Robbie next to me. I'm like, they're, they're screwing around now. They're just messing with people. That's exactly what they're doing. They're just messing with people, getting everyone all upset. Then it starts. The first trailer stops and everything goes pitch black. And there's like a one or two second pause before the next trailer starts out. So I yell out, Georgia! And the whole theater, man, just starts busting up. So that was my claim to fame in that show. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Okay, so um so let's get into the uh, the spoilers of the movie. First Today's of all, podcast is uh should we hit Yoda being that he really fits in today. You know what? Not only should we that's right, huh? We still get these guys paid for ads. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, you know what? Uh Simplify Church and Mogib actually paid for this review. <laughs> Welcome, you are. This week's episode of the Church Planter Podcast is brought to you by Mogiv. M-O-G-I-V. And SimplifyChurch.com. Mogiv.com forward slash church and SimplifyChurch.com. Meeting all your needs for church planners. Okay, back to Star Wars. They've actually worked out a great little arrangement. They're working together now. They're helping each other out. Thanks to us. Once again, we're matchmakers. Helping church planners do their thing. That's all I'm saying. If you haven't signed up for Mogiv yet, why haven't you? Now on with Star Wars. So, movie review from the uh, film film major, the uh, Jedi master of all things film related. Come on, Pete. You know, I actually thought that I was a big Star Wars fan until I met you. And then I was like, wow, I am like not even in the same league as this guy. So, uh, I think you got your hand on Star Wars. Here's the thing I'll I'll say about this. First of all, Poe, I did not like his acting. He overacted. I, I didn't. The dialogue between him and Finn at the very beginning when they're in the TIE fighter, it was obviously they're trying to like bring the audience up to date, but it's like, that's just bad. That's just, mm. it's just bad. Um, not to say I didn't enjoy it, but it was just bad. I mean, it was like clearly yeah. they're, they're coming out with, you know, I think I've even heard, uh, Poe's getting his first spinoff movie. And so clearly BB 8s going to be, you know, the robot of that one. Yeah. Rogue Squadron in it. I've, that's what I've heard. Next December. That's what I've heard. Yeah. So, um, but you know, you, you got to wonder. There's no force, right? Because Poe's not a he's not a Jedi. So, yeah. What's what's the Star Wars universe without the force? That's all I'm saying on that. Yeah, but you know, uh, the uh, books, the Rogue Squadron and X-wing fighter books were huge, so big that they they built video games on them. And let's face it, everybody who saw this movie is going to go see that movie. Well, I think they could make anything and people are going to go see. They're going to come out with the Star Wars movie every year now. That's I what guarantee I you. They they've got a Boba Fett spin-off. They've got a um young Han Solo spin-off before he uh meets Luke. They've got so they've got Rogue Squadron Well, spin-off. did you notice how they set themselves up for the prequels to this movie? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, how does Han Solo, spoiler alert, like, seriously, just don't even listen. You're going to hear spoilers. Yeah, this is a bad spoiler where he's going. If you're if you're like, oh, I can handle the spoilers, you really don't want to hear this. If you haven't seen the movie, just shut the podcast off. How did they lose the Millennium Falcon? Come on. I mean, that's that's a prequel, right? Them losing he gambles the it away Falcon. all the time. You think? You think that's oh, what yeah. no, he, he said he, he got remember, stolen. He got it in a gambling game. He lost it to I guess Lando lost it to him. So he I don't know. I mean, he he gets boarded all the time. He dumps his, you know. That that was true to form. If you go back and watch the original. No, but he's he didn't say he gambled it. He said it was stolen from him. Yeah, he did say that, but he would say that, wouldn't he? Lando said to him that he stole it. And he goes, No, you lost it fair and square. Remember? I do remember that. Yeah. But so, Lando was a was a scoundrel. Well, so is he. I mean, look at the guys that Han Solo is dealing with. I love the fact that he's just, he's still going to be a scoundrel. He's always going to be that. I loved how um, like, <laughs> we, we had talked before that we thought that uh, Kylo Ren and uh, Ray were the twin kids of. Yeah, we were wrong. Maybe. 
That's all I'm going to say is maybe. We were definitely wrong. Well, Kylo Ren, I mean, that was clearly their kid. I mean. Well, let's give a quick synopsis. Let's give an overview of them. You know, first off, general impressions. And then I want to come to that theories, who's who, all that. But let's give our general. Go for Finish it. with your general. Because you're not sure. You're like, hey, the jury's out on this one. I want to hear the the rest of your I, kind well, of appraisal of the film. Not enough lightsaber battle. Not I mean, enough, give, yeah. Hit me with more of that. Well, give, why don't you just give an overview of the film so people know what's up? Okay. All right. Okay. So the overview of the film is it starts off and, uh, you've got, uh, Princess Leia in the scrolling tag. She sent her best pilot who happens to be, uh, Poe, whatever, Dam, Dam, Laren, Damren, Damren, Poe Damren. He goes to, uh, Jakku, which is kind of like Tatooine. Uh, Tatooine, but it's not Tatooine. It's in the same system. But he goes there and he he moves the transcription, the the plans, the map, if you will, uh, to Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker's disappeared. Basically, one of his pupils turned to the dark side, and he's basically given Kylo up. Ren. And, Kylo Ren's the pupil. Yeah, and he turns evil. He turns out to be uh, Han Solo's uh, son. And Princess Leia's son, yeah. who's turned to the dark side, which has caused Luke to kind of bugger off and, and go to the, the, the backside of somewhere. That's his, no one knows. that's his What's nephew. That? That's his nephew. That's his nephew. Yeah. He couldn't and kill I his think, nephew. I think that's what it was. He couldn't kill his nephew. And and not only that, I think he was kind of like, look, if I'm going to train force guys and they're just going to turn to the dark side, what's the point? Why train the next generation of Jedi if I'm creating Sith Lords yeah. inadvertently? And so he takes off. That's my theory anyways. He takes off. And so Poe Dameron puts his uh, <coughs> plans in a little robot called BB-8, BB-88. And uh, BB-88 is kind of like the original Star Wars. Everyone's after him. The Empire's after him. The Rebels are after him. And uh, meanwhile, they're building another Death Star. And so the whole thing is the race to get this robot, get the plans to Luke Skywalker. Meanwhile, um, a stormtrooper with a conscience defects. Um, it frees Poe Dameron from the clutches of the Empire. They crash down on Jakku after stealing a TIE fighter. Um, hijinks and, uh, or hijinks and, and mayhem ensue. Uh, there's, there's laughter, there's tears. And, uh, eventually someone becomes a Jedi, um, of sorts, force sensitive and, uh, learns their destiny. And the rest is kind of there. So you're not even going to tell them who kind of is force sensitive? Okay. Uh, well, you, you, you go on and fill in the gaps. Well, uh, uh, here's Let's just talk in general now. I want to hear thing. Okay, what first of all, I kind of felt with the whole Death Star, I was like, seriously, like the Empire didn't learn from the first Death Star that blew up or the second Death Star that blew up. They're going to do it a third time. <laughs> Only this time it's so big that it can blow up five planets at once instead yep. of just the one planet. How cool is that, though, that it was sucking energy from a sun? To power itself. That was awesome. Yeah, it was all right. I didn't I really, really like here, that. Honestly, I was like, they better not blow up this Death Star. Like, that's the thought going through my head was, because these things are the easiest thing, apparently, to blow up. They they have a plan five minutes before they go on the attack. All you need is a couple X-Wings, man. And they blow take this up. thing and out. That, honestly, to me, was like, okay, I could understand if they're like, well, it didn't cause a chain reaction, but we've damaged it. It's only a matter of time before they fix it. That would have been better because now it's like, okay, we gotta, we gotta, you know, plan better. We gotta go after this thing, and that could have like led you through the next movies. All I'm gonna say is, it's not gonna be cool if the third movie has a, a fourth edition of the Death Star. <laughs> Dude, it's gonna get really old. <laughs> it kind of got old to me on this one. Yeah, a little bit to me too. I'm like, oh, cool. So we got. It's kind of like. You know, if you've ever, Pete, I know you never have because you're too macho, but if you've ever seen like a, a rom-com and uh, there's always the end airport chase scene, this is the airport chase scene of Star Wars movies, right? Oh, there's this big planet that can destroy other planets and we have to knock it out. And meanwhile, we'll but, show people notice, fighting with lightsabers notice interchanged. They don't have to take that planet anywhere. They could fire that weapon from where they are and hit yeah. any other planet anywhere, apparently, in the galaxy. That was pretty cool. And it, I want to know, like, how they aim it. Because wouldn't they have to wait till it rotates? You know? 
Well, I don't think you're supposed to ask those kind of questions. Oh, okay. Well, and I guess yeah, it doesn't matter. They blew it up. Different parts of the day. I was like, like whatever. But okay, I will say this about Kylo Ren. He was a much better bad guy than Anakin because he was extremely powerful in the force, but he was like an adolescent. He he, you know, was looking for daddy's approval. He 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 honestly to me, that character I kind of liked. I liked the way they wrote him. I liked the way he acted it. Um he just seemed like a spoiled little kid who was like, I'm I'm a Jedi. I, I've yeah. got this power. But yeah. yet he wasn't mature at all. Yeah. Now that's interesting because <clears throat> he was a different approach to a to a, a a dark side villain. And I appreciated that. I liked his being conflicted. I liked that they didn't try to scare you with him. They never did. In in the beginning, when he's when he's throwing his fit, you know, with the lightsaber and slashing everything up, you're like, okay, this guy, he's got problems. You're like, like, he's he's a he's a kid because yeah. he's throwing a tantrum, but he's like extremely powerful as a kid. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of like a reverse Luke, right? Instead of going, oh, I was going to go into Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. It was. You know, kind of a, a Sith Lord, you know, a, a Sith apprentice doing that kind of stuff. It was pretty cool when. Um, oh, no. I just realized I bet you what they're going to do is they're going to have Luke Skywalker do an Obi-Wan Kenobi and uh, die to Kylo Ren. Yep. And he'll disappear and then he'll yep. like show himself to Ray. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. Not enough originality yep. if they do that. Yeah, but they're trying to kind of keep the continuity going. And but yeah, if they start doing everything in a predictable pattern, that that's going to that's going to rub the fans the wrong way. Yeah. 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 Well, I think I think Ray um I think technically Ray's gonna, you're, you're going to find out Ray is Luke Skywalker's daughter. Yep. Boom. I mean, right there. Andrea called that the second she she's like that's Luke's daughter. I'm like, "No, no, no. It's uh, Kylo Ren and then, and she's like, nope, they're cousins. The whole movie, yeah. she's guessing it, you know. Yeah, well, Towards because end, even like, he okay. said something about family. Like there was there there was there was definitely some you know hints at family. But but not only that, it's they could be kissing cousins. I don't know. They could be kissing cousins when she touches her father's Come lightsaber. Come on, Luke and Leia kissed kissing cousins, Ray and <laughs> Kylo Ren. Come that, on. that went over my head. Those are, you're too fast for me, Pete Mitchell. <laughs> but but here's the deal, right? She touches a lightsaber and she had it triggers all these visions, right? Yeah. That was awesome. That's definitely her dad's lightsaber. Number two, and this was to me probably the coolest part of the whole movie to me, was when okay, I love the lightsaber battle. But and I love the way they did it. It was original. I want to talk about that. But um, the fact that when she shows up to the planet where R2-D2 has been in a shutdown hibernation, low energy state, he awakens when she comes around. That was hot. I didn't notice that he awoke when she came around. Yeah. It's as soon as she lands on the planet, um, he comes awake. And he's got the map to Luke. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. I didn't I didn't really buy R2D2 just went into low power mode for 30 years. Yeah, he did. I was he did like, because remember in the beginning you see a robot. We tell you what to do. <laughs> but his programming was set by Luke. And Luke was like, Look, when Ray finds you, you will awaken and give her the map to me. He's planned all of this out. Oh, you think? Oh yeah. Yeah, he's orchestrated this. He's waiting for her to grow older. Once she's older, he's going to train her. Yeah, it could be. You know, here's the thing. What is What does a guy do on an island in the middle of a planet by himself for 30 years? Well, he's Probably got electronic gizmos, so he's probably watching shows. He's probably, you know, he's got a DVR. puzzles on his iPad. Um, probably doing a little bit of Angry Birds, Star Wars edition. I mean, there's lots he could be doing. Hitting a high score. Ha <laughs> ha. High score to me again. 
Yeah, but he's probably uh, doing some scuba diving I, and, I thought, and rock climbing. There's thought, a lot of rock climbing to do there. I thought one of the cool scenes was the very beginning when Kylo Ren is just showing how powerful he is, and he stops the blaster laser mid-flight. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Where it's like, yeah. and it just stays there the whole yeah. time he's there. And then when he gets on the ship, then it finishes off its trajectory and, and hits. Now, okay. We're going to, okay. Last spoiler warning on Solo. Did you like that scene? Yeah. But, you know, you knew where it was going. Everyone oh, knew yeah. where it was going. You're like, yeah. And did you like what he called his son? No, what do you call him? He yelled out to his son, but he didn't yell out Kylo Ren. He yelled out the name that he and Leia gave him. Which was what? Ben. Oh, was it Ben? Ben. Ah. Ben Kenobi. Okay. That's why they that's why they named him that. Oh, okay. All right. I missed that. I thought he yelled out Ren. It was Ben. No, it okay. Was ben. I got you. No, you're right. You're right. Because some guy in Target today was talking to me about it. And I, I'm like, whatever, dude, nerd. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> He's like, interesting that they should call him Ben. I had no, I, I'm just listening and nodding. Uh, um, what I'm looking for today is a. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, we're doing this podcast all on Star Wars. Yeah, no clue what he's, he was way more into it than I was. Yeah. No. Okay. So yeah, when when uh, Kylo Ren kills Han Solo, you knew it was going there. And um, it was done well, man. And just how he touches his face and then he falls. That was awesome. It was done really, really well. I'll give you that. It was the twist because you and I talked before. You thought Chewbacca died saving her. Yeah. And so it wasn't. It wasn't Chewbacca dead. It was Han Solo who dies. Yeah. So one of my favorite parts of the film is when um, Chewbacca is getting his wound touched up and the medic has the scanner on him and she's like oh yes this machine looks very scary oh you must be very brave and he's going like she's talking to him like he's four years old i loved that (laughs) that was pretty funny sounds like there was some (laughs) there was a lot of great humor like they did humor really well in this yeah like like you got a boyfriend like a cute boyfriend Remember What's that? that? He's like, like you got a boyfriend, like a cute boyfriend <laughs> back on Jakku. <laughs> when when Finn first sees her and he's like running over to help her, and then he sees her kicking butt and he kind of stops and you just see his head kind of turn in a weird way. Like he's like, uh, I should probably run from her now. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, uh, yeah, I guess she didn't need me. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. It was the, it, the it's well acted, and she was my favorite character of the entire film. She was dynamite, dude. You know, I don't know who my favorite character is. Uh, maybe, maybe I didn't Kylo. think I was like maybe. Kylo What's that? Oh, you like Kylo? Yeah, I really did. I, lo- I honestly, I just felt that they really made that character right. It's what Anakin yes. should have gone through of yes. just being this really powerful, temper tantrum, yes. conflicted guy. I mean, it's wh- how they should have made Anakin if they really oh, wanted man, to make that's a good powerful. Anakin. Yeah, you're right. But, they uh, they really did. And they didn't need to show him even turn to the dark side. And they kind of encapsulated in those couple minutes where they show you him. Um, you know, they, they accomplished in, uh, you know, just maybe 10 minutes of showing his character go through that. Not even that. And it took Lucas three films to try to accomplish it. And he still didn't do it very well. <laughs> well, you know, when he's talking to, uh, to Darth Vader's melted helmet, yeah. He says grandfather. He should have said grandpappy. <laughs> or or dark grandpappy. Or papa. How about how about dark pappy? But you notice what he was saying to uh Darth Vader. He's like, I feel I'm being pulled by the light side. Help me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's praying to him. Yeah, help me recognize the power insane. of the dark side. Okay, so the 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 hologram, the baddie. The Sith Lord. Yeah, well, he was also in another movie. Um, what's it called? Oh yeah, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, he was, wasn't he? Gollum. He was it's Gollum. The dude, it's right? the same dude, just yeah, fifty feet tall. So, what's your theory on him? Who is he? What do you mean? I didn't know he had to be anybody. Well, he's got to come from somewhere. Who is he? I'll tell you who he is. Who is he? He's Darth Plagueis the Wise. 
I don't know who that is. Okay. So in episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Um, I thought he killed him. Didn't he Emperor kill him? Pal- yeah, but did you notice the big gash in his head from where he had been, his skull had been cleaved? Okay. I do remember. So, well, he had all kinds of. So Palpatine's like, up. did I ever tell you the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise? And he says he, he, he mastered the power over death. He could save everyone around him except himself, pitiful fool. And then he says, in the end, the only thing he feared to lose was his power, which eventually he did. And uh, to his apprentice when he rose up and killed him. And, uh, of course, you know that Palpatine's talking about himself. Right. So, so Plagueis obviously did master death. He, it just took him a while to come back. If you look at the bottom uh, right of his face, there's holes in it. Like yeah. he's a, a re, you know, almost like a corpse. And so he's he's coming back. That's been Plagueis. He's just taken a while to regenerate. And uh, so that's Plagueis, you the think? wise man. Oh, I know. Uh, the, well, then the how, do you, kill the head, an, how do you kill an enemy that can't be killed? Well, that's going to be the question, isn't it? In in dark in uh, Dark Empire, which was the where Luke goes to the dark side, that's the issue they have: is how are you going to kill the Emperor if he keeps coming back every time you kill him? And so that's that's what I think they're bringing out in Plagueis. You think, huh? Mm, I think so. I think it's Plagueis, man. That's my theory. Was, I thought it was really good the way that they set up the uh, the lines. Kylo Ren was not the top. Yeah. And he wasn't even number two. Yeah. He like shared number two with whatever the other guy's name was. I don't it's remember. The repla- it's basically like Vader and Grand Moth Tarkin yeah. all yeah. over again. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah, great. But see, they didn't really expand on that much because it, you know, was over in Star Wars, and then it was Vader from then on. Yeah, that's right. So you don't. I mean, unless you picked up on it in Star Wars, you wouldn't even realize that, you know, Vader wasn't the top dog. Dude, how much did they make the the stormtroopers of First Order like the Nazis? Man, they were pretty. They were pretty. Yeah, I thought it was interesting how they got stormtroopers. You remember, because Finn's like, you know, the same way they get all the stormtroopers, they just basically go kidnap some babies and yeah. raise them up, program them, as he put it. That's right. To, you know, serve the Empire. Yeah. And Han Solo, a lot of people don't know this, but Han Solo was a stormtrooper, a former stormtrooper, according to the uh, the old Star Wars canon. Yeah. But see, that stuff doesn't necessarily play over into the movie life. It doesn't in the movie life, but in, you know, Lucas did write it that way, that he was raised a stormtrooper. And what, he decided to leave? Same same type of deal. I thought it was interesting that Phasma, was that the name of? Uh, yeah. What a weird character to have in there. What was the point of that? Well, that's what I'm saying. They're setting the whole thing up, and it's kind of like, we got to bring in these characters because they're going to have bigger roles later. Like, I understand now why Luke is not on any of the posters, any of yeah. the trailers. It's because he's not in the movie. Yeah. You know, he was probably, like, so bummed when he got the call. Hey, you want to be in the new Star Wars? By <laughs> the way. In the last minute. And you have no lines. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and he's probably like, oh, no, I got so much to give. <laughs> there go my royalties. So he's got to stay in shape for even longer. Well, that means all these guys got to stay in shape. He's probably he, he's probably going to be bragging, yeah. But I got into another Star Wars movie, and Harrison <laughs> Ford is out. But you know what? Um, you're going to have to do a lot of talking to make up for Harrison Ford in this one. Okay, art design was off the charts, crazy cool. It all that mechanical good. armor and like weird creatures, very cool, very good. Yeah. I thought, I, you know, aesthetically loved the movie. Storyline, still liked the movie. I did just feel that that there was so much setup for other movies. But yeah. it still had good action all the way through. Um, kind of one of the things that I didn't believe at all, didn't didn't find believable, was the uh, the sword fight at the very end. Kylo and Rey. I didn't buy okay. it. Okay, now that's interesting. Tell me why. Because there is no way you're going to take someone who didn't even know she had any ability with the force to be able to fight him off. Except she's stronger than he is, and he's not fully trained. It doesn't matter. He's still trained. Like, he's more. She just found out, like, 15 minutes before. I got some some skills over here that I never had before. 
Yeah. And she can fight them off? Uh. Yeah, but you know what she does is the Force is her ally. She goes into the Force. That seems awesome. She actually draws on the Force, and that's how she gains her strength to overcome them. Yeah. I just I just didn't find it believable. Yeah. And I, I had the same issue where when Finn's fighting, Finn's doing, even though Finn's a trained warrior, he's been trained to fight, and they bring up that He's thing a trained this, warrior, but he's made out to be this wuss the whole way through. Ex- yeah, except that... Uh, what what was awesome was when um, he ends up. Um, I, I liked his fight, but I thought he did a little too well. It was him I was more concerned about than her. You knew what a great fighter she was. You knew as soon as she picked up a weapon because she was such a great fighter. She was a survivor. She was going to kick butt. You knew that. And then when she was getting beat. But she draws on the force. It, to me, that was believable. But Finn, I was like, no, you need to get your butt kicked a little bit earlier. You're just a stormtrooper. Yeah. You know? <laughs> we know that those guys don't last for nothing. <laughs> definitely definitely would not have hit anything as much as he did with a blaster. What about <laughs> what about when he fights the stormtrooper, but he fights it with the lightsaber and whatever tool the stormtroopers got can apparently fight against the lightsaber? I didn't. Yeah, that, I didn't that buy that either. Dumb. Yeah, why is he carrying that around? That little other than just like one of the directors, like, oh yeah, you know, we should have something that can stand up against a lightsaber. We should have a, a the modern day baton that police have. It's like, come on, are you serious? Yeah, like the the lightsaber should have just cut that thing in half. Yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah, I didn't like those things when they were in episode three. When you see Grievous's guards, bodyguards, and they got those poles with the electricity charged at the end. Yeah. And they can deflect. I didn't like that then either. Lightsabers are like Excalibur. They go through anything. You Pretty can't much. fight a lightsaber. That's the whole point. Yeah. You know? It's it's yeah. pure laser. Oh, yeah. hey, you know, I'll just take my blaster and uh, electrically charge it, and then I'll fight you hand to hand. Like, why wouldn't everything be electrically charged against a I jet? will say like, Kylo's Ren lightsaber totally felt like a Viking sword. It was long. Yeah, like a claymore. Yeah. yeah. It was just like this long, bad piece of weaponry yeah and uh and i i even actually i've come around to the whatever you call those little side blades you know uh, the hilt the hilt yeah the yeah. the laser hilt i've even come around on that because i liked how he used it to like dig yeah. it was it finn is that who we dug it into yeah that was great yeah that was great but but i'm sure i would have cut off my hands if i'd had a, <laughs> a hilt like that yeah I'd have been so what's your prediction for the next film? You predict Luke's going to die. What do you predict for Kyle? Well, I don't know that Luke's going to die in the next film. Um, he has the potential to die in the next film, but he's going to be spending a lot of it training Ray. Um, I don't know if Finn's going to get in on that action or not, uh, but I, it's weird. It's hard to say. I don't know where they're heading. Cause remember the, um, what was the name of the, the bad guy again? The CGI guy. Um, not Snooky. <laughs> Snook. Wouldn't he just Snook? I don't know. Is that what it was? I think so. But he's like, come Snoke. to me. And that's Snoke. when he, Snoke. Snoke. That's yeah, when I didn't like the names in this. That's when he found out he, uh, you know, th- that it was a hologram when the plant's about ready to blow up, that he's not actually there. You know, and he's like, come to me now. I got to finish his training. Now that he's killed Han Solo, I got to finish Kylo Ren's training. What, what was awesome is when you first see him, you think he, he's a giant. You don't realize it's a hologram at first. That was cool. Yeah. So how tall do you think he really is? I don't think he's that big. I think it's just part of his. Kind of like the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. I, I think it's the man part of Sean. You know, I didn't even they think keep about him Supreme Lord and stuff like that. I, th- I I would have loved to have heard more about the First Order because I here's what I would imagine. I would imagine first of all, they were saying that the the Republic Senate you know, endorse this band of rebels, the rebel Alliance. First of all, I think if the, the, the Republic has a Senate again, it's no longer the rebel Alliance. They are now the power, right? So I think they should have been, you know, the, the rebel army. I don't think it should have been like this rebel Alliance thing because they, they crushed, they crushed the empire at the end of Jedi. The empire was crushed. The empire, the empire doesn't completely dissolve. No, that's fine. But it shouldn't have been like, well, the First Order just came. It should have been like there were skirmishes between, you know, 
well, no, I want to be the big guy. I want to be the big guy. And then over the 30 years, the First Order kind of put itself back together and recreated this enemy. But I'm just saying the Rebellion should have been known as the Army at that point. You yeah. know, they were the Galactic Army. Huh. Yeah, maybe. they wouldn't have been a rebellion anymore. They're they're the galactic. Maybe. Why would you become the rebellion? That doesn't even make any sense. You're in charge. That's kind of true. Kind of true. Almost like a, a galactic civil war again. Yeah, which I could see happening. I mean, because yeah. we see that throughout history. Yeah, I mean that's that makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. So, so okay. Next movie, who's gonna die? Luke, you think? Chewbacca? Potential for Luke, but Luke would have to die, I would say, near the end, definitely in the third act, if he dies. Yeah. If he dies. I'm not even convinced he's going to die then. He might die first act of the third movie. Right. Um, but uh, Chewbacca, I mean, his days are numbered. I mean, he, he basically is a house cat at this point. He's old. Yeah, he's old, and now Han Solo's not there. I, I reckon he fades. I reckon do they don't have to away? kill him. I reckon he fades in the next one. I don't think he's going to fade away because I could just see him saying like he wants to die at this point. His best friend has just died more, more than his best friend. Um, so he was freed from slavery. You know how Boba yeah. Fett has like the Wookiee, uh, Wookiee uh, braids hanging off him like trophies. Yeah. So Boba was a Wookiee hunter. There's bounties on Wookiees. So they slavers would capture him. So Han Solo frees him. And so he owes a life debt. He's sworn to like a loyal dog. That's that's what Lucas based him off of was his dog. And so he is sworn to um, spend the rest of his life with Han Solo. So it'd be interesting to see where he goes now. I think he's going to, I think he's going to fight and die. He I looked, think he's going to want to go out in battle in the movie. You know, they just showed him kind of like sinking, you know, like he's, he's, he's hurting, man. Oh it's, yeah. Uh, it's like Bert and Ernie, you know, if, 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 you know, Bert got stabbed with a lightsaber. What would Ernie do? Laugh. <laughs> hey, Ernie, that hurt. <laughs> oh, gee, Bert. Oh, uh, that guy, you probably should have uh, kept your distance there, Bert. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I think that's, and, and Carrie Fisher's character, you know, she, yeah. she needs to be retired, basically. She's Get rid too of old. her. I was yeah. hoping she would die. Well, okay. She I was tough to look at, man. I, I'll just be honest. It was hard because I'm looking at her going, oh, you poor thing. Every time I see her, oh, you poor, <laughs> poor Carrie. You know, and, it, and it's taking me out of the world every time I look at her. And I want to be in the world. Like you see, Luke, I got to say, Luke looked awesome. He looked great. You know, he looks aged, weathered, Who do but you he, think he looked Finn well. Is? Huh? Who do you think Finn is? Because remember the the one gal, she's like looking at his eyes when you've been around as long as I have. I mean, you see, basically That's they're saying I reincarnation. I missed that. I took a pee break right then. What? I had a big Coke. I, I had to go a potty. Yeah, basically, obviously they're, they're supporting the idea of reincarnation. And she's like, you know, when you've been around, when you've lived a long life, you start to see the same eyes over and over again. Really? And she's looking at Finn's eyes. So he, I don't know who they're going to say he was. Ben? I have no idea. Darth Vader? Yoda? Who knows? I'm teasing. I mean, so they teased, they, really? They said reincarnation? Well, they didn't say it, but that's what they were saying. You see the huh. same eyes over and over again, meaning I've lived a thousand years like Yoda and I've seen. Oh, and I hated her, by the way. Oh, really? I hated the orange chick. Could not stand her. Number one, why is she wearing goggles? Number two, why is she take them off at a certain point so we can see her sunken eye holes? And then secondly, if you're going to make someone, don't make them look like a liquor store candy. You know, don't make her look like a Jolly Rancher for Pete's <laughs> sake. Like, make her look like something out of Star Wars. She's like this bright orange thing. Her voice bugged the crap out of me. Didn't fit her. Um, I couldn't stand her. I'm like, okay, this is like... I need a wizened old sage, so we'll make this like Eastern. Like she was just lame. But think know. about the lightsaber that she got. It was the blue lightsaber that he lost when Dave Vader cut off Luke's hand. Whoa! That, I did not catch that. That was well. You remember they said this is uh, this was you know uh, Luke Skywalker's lightsaber and his father before him. So that's the one he loses an empire. It has to be because he has the green one that. in Jedi because he loses his hand. Because he say, he goes, how'd you get this? And he goes. Uh, it's a long story. Yeah. She goes, that's another story for another time. And I'm like. Prequel. That part was dumb to me. Like, no, it's prequel. They're setting up the prequel. 
She should have just said, I can tell you, I'll tell you another time, but that's another story for another time. You know, like she was just lame. She was forced. I'm sorry. I hated yeah. her. Only part of the movie I couldn't stand. I her. liked how it was a cantina. When it's they walk a personal into, grudge. I actually need to go and forgive her in my heart. When they walk into the temple, it's a cantina. It's a bar. The cantina was awesome. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Because you didn't expect it. And I liked the basement. And I liked her hearing the voices. I liked everything about that scene except the orange little gnomish troll chick. Yeah. Yeah. What about the uh, the ship that Chewie and Han were on before the Millennium Falcon? <laughs> it was great. Although those monsters did not feel like Star Wars that were running around chasing everything in there. You got three of them. How'd you do it with the two of you? We had a bigger crew. <laughs> it was pretty funny. That part was great. And I and I didn't mind the chasing because it was kind of like a, a mobile Sarlacc pit, you know. But Oh, yeah, it was, huh? Yeah, but I I didn't I, I wasn't crazy about those critters. I it, they I thought like okay Star Trek, yeah JJ Star Wars no you, it, I didn't have these a are problem not Star with Wars that. critters. I didn't have a problem with that at all actually. Okay, but you know if you went today if he tried think if he tried to introduce something like Jawas or Sand People or Ewoks right we'd all have a coronary right. All those things were so weird outside the box. For their time, that eh, you can probably get away with the fat tentacle monsters. Yeah, no, I thought it was. I thought it was okay. I thought it was funny that <laughs> that he had basically gotten money from two different gangs to get those group. The that was great. Those creatures. <laughs> I mean, it was like okay, that's Han Solo. Yeah, that's a typical Han Solo move. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was good. So tell me about your souvenirs because I'm jealous and I covet them. Well, it was interesting because. The the Long Beach Town Center has a second story, which apparently hasn't been open in like two decades. Wow. And for this event, they just had Star Wars souvenirs up there. I, I had to ask. I'm like, how do I get up there? They're like, oh, there's an elevator over on the side. Because I, you know, I go to about 40 movies a year. Most of them at the Long Beach Town Center never, never even knew how to get to the second level because they don't use it in years. Wow. They, they haven't used it. So they just had all the Star Wars memorabilia up there, these uh, tickets um, that are numbered. You know, there was 30,000 of them, so it wasn't like there was just a few. But, you know, I got number 3,855. And, uh, you know, you could buy it for 20 bucks. And the hat I bought for, like, 25 bucks. Nice. I was jealous. I saw it, and I'm like, I'm at the $5 theater. We don't have things like that. Yeah, I asked the guy, I go, because I almost bought a poster, too, but I didn't want to take the poster into the movie because I'm like, it's going to be ruined by the end of it. I'm like, how how late are you guys going to be here? He's like, oh, we're going to be here till 2 a.m. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll come back. And then I started thinking about it. And I'm like, these posters are going to be so easy to buy. Because my movie room, I got Star Wars posters all over it, yeah. right? I'm like, I'll just wait and get, like, the full-size one, nice frame job, put it on my wall. Mm. So, Yeah. What I did get, though, was a plastic Stormtrooper cup, which was kind of neat. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it had a first first order on it, you know. The new head? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Pretty cool. You know, a couple plastic cups that nice. uh, they gave us with our drinks. So, I, you know, I was chuffed. That was cool. So, uh, overall impressions of the movie, what'd you think? Dug it. Better Dug or it. worse than which movie? Like, where would you place it in the sequence of movies? It is in between, in my opinion, um, Revenge of the Sith and Empire. Right in between those two. Okay, um, let me because my this. my hierarchy. Let me redo this. Let me do this. Yeah, give me your hierarchy, yeah. starting with the best to the worst. Okay, before so, before this movie. Well, actually, no. You can just work it right in. Yeah, yeah. So the best to me goes. I think um, my top three would be in this order. Third place goes to Jedi. Okay. Second place goes to Revenge of the Sith. I, I know that's like anathema to you, but. I, I, I don't I actually that one. see which, that. Which movie was that's, that? That's where uh, it's the final prequel. I don't, I don't understand what prequel. What? <laughs> so I, I really liked Revenge of the Sith. It was the only one of the prequels that I felt it, it could have held up with the others. Um, and then my all-time number one, of course, is Empire. Right? So I put this one in between my one and two. Okay. All right. I can see that because... I would say for me, it goes Empire is number one. Yeah. Um, 
then I would probably go with Star Wars. Yeah. Then I would go with Jedi. Yeah. Then uh, prequel number three, prequel number two. Yeah. And of course, there was no number one as far as I'm so concerned. So all we're different. All we're different on is you like you would you would say a New Hope. You would trade those, and I, I I get that. Okay. Yeah, I would. I would for the number two slot. Okay. So for this one, I would probably place this. I could see it definitely. I could see it as the number two. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't necessarily have a problem with that, but I would still probably stick it as either number, number three. Number three. Yeah, or, I can see it on your hierarchy, or even possibly four, but only be minorly. Only because I hold the top three, the original three, in They're such sacred. high esteem. Yeah, yeah, and and here's the thing too, man, is that you got to watch them a couple times to see how they hold up. Because I can watch the original trilogy, and and I could watch Revenge of the Sith a million times, but I can watch those four films over and over and over. Phantom Menace, no. Um, uh, the uh, Attack of the Clones, hardest one for me to watch, actually, even harder than Phantom, Phantom Menace. But uh, but I can watch those four over and over and Why? over. Why? Because of the scene where uh, I Anakin's jumping around on those fleas, those giant fleas. And that's he's pretty bad. Oh that's gosh, pretty bad. That's pretty bad. His entire acting in that film was terrible. Yeah. In I actually thought in Revenge of the Sith, I, I felt he did a lot better in that. Um, playing, you know, just his anger and being a punk kid and, you know, jealous and angry and bitter. And I, I, I thought he pulled that off well, but, um, yeah. So uh, that's, that's my deal. But, um, this one, I'll have to keep watching it. And I'm, I'll guarantee you, I'll see it a number of times in the theater, uh, before it's out. Yeah. I'll definitely be back on Sunday. I'm going to watch it again on Sunday because I need to, I think I need to, to watch it again now when I know where it's going. Because looking back on it, some of those scenes were really long and drawn yeah. out because yeah. I think they were setting up so much of this new world that they kind of yeah. had to. I get that they had to do it. What were the what were the strong points in the movie for you? What were the weak points in summary? The strong points. I I really I just I gotta take my hat off to the acting of Kylo Ren. Yeah. That character was so well done. Even when she goes, what am I supposed to be scared? Cause you have a mask on and he takes off his mask yeah. and he looks like a normal kid. Yeah. Right. He doesn't look scary at all. Um, kind of makes you wonder why is he wearing the mask other than he really idolized Darth Vader. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what it came down it's to. It's true, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, uh, but now, now he's got that big gash on his face. Yeah. Now he needs the mask, you know? Yeah. Otherwise, he's going to be scaring the the kids and old ladies everywhere he goes. Yeah. So I would I would have to say Kylo Ren to me was the high point of the movie. I loved the acting. I loved the character. I thought it was very well done. Um, loved Han Solo. Loved his death. Uh, Chewbacca. Eh, he was all right to me. I didn't think he stole the the show like you thought he did. Yeah. Uh, weakest point. Didn't like the acting of Poe at the very beginning, or at least. Yeah. How happy he was. Remember when BB-8, when Poe lands the the X-Wing and he's like, oh, BB-8. And he's like running to go hug BB-8. It's a freaking robot. Well, and not only that, when he, you know what struck me was when he ran and hugged Finn. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys spent 30 seconds together in a TIE fighter. You're running like it's your high school reunion. You guys were best friends 10 years ago. Yeah. It was like, uh, I don't know. And and how how did he get back? to the uh the rebels so so quickly yeah yeah and he couldn't look over and see hey i wonder if the guy's okay over there <laughs> i mean it was like how did he get what the empire is all chasing finn and it's like okay but it, that's poe yeah and i didn't yeah. like how they kept calling him oh it's the best uh uh pilot in the rebellion i don't think the rebellion would say that about a pilot well, it was Luke before that, right? I mean, but they never said that he was the de- best. Big Starklighter, big. They, they never said the, he was the best. They just said, you know, he was a great pilot. Because yeah, think but about if you it, read the Rogue Squadron. We're not talking deal. about the books. Yeah, as a stinking readers. Well, that's but that's coming in. That's coming into the universe. But next, I'm just saying, you wouldn't December. say he was the best. You'd say he's one of the best. Although he was awesome when you watched him fly, he kind of you'd never seen anyone do that in, a, in an X-wing before. He was hitting everything. He was like a one-man army up there. I don't even know what he was one doing. One-man armada. I don't know that yeah. I really noticed that much. I did. 
I was like, wow, that dude's awesome. But I agree with you. He felt like because of the the popularity of the X-Wing series and all that stuff, it felt like they're going, hey, guys, you know what? We're going to give you what you really want. We're going to give you this pilot, this See, character. I didn't, yeah, because I never read that. I didn't realize. I knew that the next movie would be that, but I didn't really know that's where they were going with this now and trying yeah. to set that all so up. So he'll be a big deal in that. But, yeah, I agree. It was kind of goofy. I actually thought of Kylo Ren. I said this on the podcast, and I had to repent. But I'm like, oh, dude, he's like Mr. Butterface, you know, like – He's got like a melty face and he's, he doesn't look cool. You know, he's not like a, a GQ model when he takes his mask off, you know, you're supposed to have a guy that looks kind of like bad to the bone and he didn't. And, and as I watched the film, I agree with you. I think it made him cooler. He was kind of nerdy. He was kind of like, uh, just, a uh, he's an like adolescent. Said, he totally is an yeah. adolescent. Yeah. He's just a goofy kid with this mixed up crazy strong power in the force. <laughs> Andrew is like, well, of course, you know, if Leia and Han have a kid, it's going to be dysfunctional. He's like commenting <laughs> on the, on the way about, you know, how, how messed up the kid would be. But, uh, but I, I agree with you. I actually thought his character was refreshing. Um, the strong points for me, I loved Finn as a character. Okay. Um, I really liked him. I loved Great how he Great comic off. relief with Finn. Great comic relief. Perfect. I liked the new robot. I thought the new yeah. robot was hot. Surprised um, me did, how well I liked BB-8. I didn't think I was going to like any of the new characters. I went in there thinking, I can't, you know, just shut up new characters and get me to Han, Leia, and Luke and Chewbacca. That's all I want to see in R2-D2 and C-3PO. C-3PO scene where he comes out and gets in the middle of those two when they reunite Leia and Han. Awesome. And then his line was so stinking funny. You probably didn't oh, recognize sir, me with I the red arm. I bet you didn't recognize me with my red arm. <laughs> I'd seen toys with C-3PO with a red arm. I'm like, why is his arm red? I had too. And I'm like, okay, now was that in an old movie? Was that when Attack of the Clones? He yeah, went to that factory. Right. Did he have a red arm then? But man, I, I, I absolutely, um, I love the new characters. And that was a big win for me. Um, Ray was my favorite. I loved how strong she was in the force because she's Luke's son, you know, daughter. um, but daughter, I, I mean, daughter. Daughter, this sorry. isn't Caitlyn Jenner as a gender bender. Sorry about that. But, uh, but yeah, that, those were, those are the wins for me. And I love Darth Plagueis. Darth Plagueis to me. If that's who he is. Yeah. If it is. And if it's not, I can't wait to find out who he is. Cause he was a good bad guy. You know, he was as creepy and as intriguing as the emperor. When you first see him, you're like, who's that? You know, in Empire, we had no clue who that guy was, you know. And uh, so I, I enjoyed it. I thought he did very well. J.J. should go and buy himself a Coke and feel good about himself and dance with his sister a little bit and go to bed feeling happy tonight. Yeah, a great job. Great job. What do you think it's going to do financially? <laughs> Blow every record out that's ever been. They're Biggest saying today, history. they're saying not going to beat Titanic, not going to beat um, whatever number two was. It's going to come in at number three. Oh, that's what they're saying today. You know, early Titanic, morning, man, the, the women went and they made their husbands go, right? Freaking like every, every weekend for weeks. It was awful. He deserved to win. Avatar. That's what it was. Big award. Titanic, Avatar. No kidding. This is going to be third. James Cameron both times. Yeah. No kidding. Wow. He deserved on Titanic to win, but I still, for the life of me, can't stand that love story. But what a flipping genius. He didn't just make it a sinking movie. He made it a romance because he, he captured everybody want to see that movie. Guys want to see it for the sinking. Women want to see it for the kissing. Yeah. He's a genius. Yeah. And then Avatar, I fell asleep in. I, Are you I serious? Know, I I got to watch it at 3D at your house, man. That's, I that's have the next seen one it on so many times. I've never seen it. I don't understand. What do you mean you've never seen it? I saw like the first few, then all of a sudden the blue people all showed right. up and I fell asleep. All right. We got to schedule a play date. <laughs> okay. I come over if and I can watch go play it with in 3D. Again. Yeah. <laughs> I got it in 3D, man. You got to come watch it. Dude, that's the only way apparently to go see it. So, hey, we're probably out of time, aren't we? We are. We are. Time flies when you're talking about Star Wars. <laughs> so, guys, if uh, if you are listening to the podcast, which I assume you are because I'm still talking, but uh, we are going to take a break for a couple weeks because I'm going to be on vacation. And uh, Pete might, well, Pete, you might have someone else on here. You're I will have to have someone else on there because uh, we've got some obligations. 
Oh, yeah, we do, don't we? Pete's going to do a solo podcast for no, the next few I weeks. would never put anyone through that. <laughs> so here's the deal. I don't know what we're going to do. Maybe we'll record more before I go. But but the reality is, guys, thanks for uh, joining us today. If you hate Star Wars, you didn't make it this far. If you like Star Wars, then uh, let us know what you think. Leave us uh, some comments, maybe some reviews. You can tweet to us. You can uh, leave us a review on iTunes. You can interact with us on our Facebook page. And guys, please give us a review. Even though we didn't talk about Church Plan today, you know we normally do. And we usually talk a lot about it. So leave us a review if you enjoyed it on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, your Android, whatever your crap is. And uh, we appreciate it. Thanks for joining us for another weekly episode of the Church Planner Podcast with Pete Mitchell and Peyton Jones. We'd love to hear your comments on this episode of the Church Planner Podcast. Visit us online and let us know what you thought at churchplannerpodcast.com. If you subscribe to us via iTunes and have enjoyed the podcast, leave us a positive review. The more positive reviews we receive in iTunes, the more iTunes will promote us to other church planners who would benefit from this show. This podcast is brought to you by the Church Planner Magazine, which is available in the iTunes newsstand or online via churchplannermagazine.com. Thank you.